Hello and welcome into Bear Talk on this Wednesday night from Berkeley, California. Sam Wiseman here alongside Jamison Weiss and Kelly Soria as we get to things, all things Cal Sports here. Thanks for joining us, Kelly and Jamison, for the first time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to talk about Cal Sports. Yeah, a little impromptu, but happy to happy to be here. Wow, got the experts right here. We got a lot today. We got a lot of Cal baseball to get to with number two Stanford coming in this weekend. And Kelly wearing Stanford red right now, actually. Not cool, uh, oh, by the heck? way. That's uh, outlawed, I think. It's okay. You're wearing French white, Jameson. So. Well, I do know that you wore red to a softball game. You were peeing. I did. I did. That was I was reprimanded heavily. I was uh, thoroughly reprimanded. Anyway, uh, but yeah, we got a lot to get to. We got after Cal baseball, of course, the NBA playoffs. The Sharks just go up over the Avs three to two. That score final about we'll say 15 minutes ago. My beloved Colorado Avalanche going down. Sorry, they got your hopes up too. They did. They got my hopes so up. I can't believe that the Sharks did that after that first series yeah it's crazy the whole season i feel like their whole run all the energy was kind of feeling like it was at the end and they're still just going after it and in the next round of the playoffs now go sharks uh, all right well the abs gone we'll talk to some some nuggets trailblazers too miss quadruple overtime in the uh, in, in the preceding week but of course our main story cal baseball a three-game sweep of utah they actually jumped somehow three spots in the rpi even though oregon state got the bejesus kicked out of them by Oklahoma State. The Cowboys, man, that was some that was some domination, I'll say. Got an exciting game, too, between UCLA and ASU this past Sunday. I don't know, Kelly, you saw that one, but ASU coming from behind over UCLA to salvage a game in that series is going to make ASU all the more important to beat for California in a couple of weekends. But let's talk a little bit about that Utah series and uh, about Cal's sweep. It's their fourth sweep of the season. It's their second road sweep of this year. They swept Cal Poly earlier this year on the road, but the Bears got some pretty good offensive production. And at altitude, we're going to say that uh, that the Bears bats uh, bats liked it. They had five homers on Sunday. Connor Mack, in the stretch of four games this week, had three extra base hits. He was, I think, uh, three for seven over those four games. Which is like a four thirty batting average. Ended up with you know, a couple of RB, uh, two run doubles in that in that time as well but so he and Garrett Nielsen at the bottom of the lineup doing good things and really that bottom of the lineup was a big key in the first couple of games of the series yeah it's been really important having Connor Mack uh increase his production there for a while he was hitting in the low 200s and this this stretch has certainly raised that average but more importantly it's helping like you said get production from the bottom of the lineup which just sets thing up things up for Cameron Eden, who has been performing well all season, and um, just super important for those those guys down there at the bottom, especially with the the shuffling outfield with the McIlwain injury. To get those guys actually producing is really important. Yeah, let's go Bears. Oh my God, Jameson. All right, well I'm sure Jameson. Uh, you, you'll have some some better things for basketball. I have to say I'm not too familiar with Pac-12 baseball, oh especially God. Cal right now. Can somebody explain to me is the Pac-12 good at baseball? The have Pac-12 we, is amazing. So at baseball this year, but have we always? The Pac-12 is good at every sport that is not football or men's basketball. Uh, yeah. is, for for a so, but what I'm saying is, so UCLA is a great baseball program. They're number one. Yeah, Stanford, Oregon State, have those always been great baseball programs, or is this just well, Oregon, this State, Oregon State, not since, you know, they got good in like 2004, and then they won those back-to-back titles. But then between like 
2008 and 2013, they were really, really bad, and now they're back. But, you know... They've had a good bounce-back season after winning the College World Series and then losing a lot of their key guys in the in the draft, though. Well, yeah, they still have Adley Rutschman. How much of a bounce-back okay. can you have as the defense? What do you mean a bounce? What are they going to bounce back to? They so, lost so many guys, and in the beginning of the season, they weren't ranked nearly as highly as they are now. Yeah, they sure lost Luke Heimlich, too. It's a, it's a terrible shame. Anyway, uh, all I'm saying is... Jameson. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm giving the perspective of the casual fan here. Great. That's okay. Yes, continue. How often is it that we get to speak about any Cal sport this enthusiastically, this excited, especially for a conference that's actually good at the sport. Well, I mean, this is every week on Bear Talk because we gotta we gotta give that real truth about it. How Cal sports are real exciting, except for football and men's basketball. So we'll get sad when we talk about that. But you can come back then and be sad with us. Perfect. In any case, baseball team a three game sweep of Utah, and you talk about the bottom third lineup: Grant Holman uh, and Sam Wisniak, both with three run homers on a Friday. The Bears allowed no earned runs, although they did allow four unearned runs after a Quentin Selma error which was uh, tough to watch. This is a, probably the worst double clutch I've ever seen from Quentin Selma. But, uh, you know, it was an 8-4 win on Friday, then again on Saturday, and then a huge win, a blowout win on Sunday. They could have brought in a position player to pitch, perhaps. They ended up, I think, the 12-6 was the final out there. But you start out with a bottom lineup on Friday, and then coming into Sunday, just that top part of the lineup, Andrew Vaughn had not hit a home run on the road, or at all, actually, in the past three weeks since the UCLA series. He comes out hits home runs and back-to-back plate appearances, and probably the longest home run I think I've ever seen hit that was not at Coors Field. Because that ball was that ball was four, it was four 420 feet at that stadium to dead center field. Andrew Vaughn hit that thing about 40 feet up the batter's eye, which is just ridiculous. Max Flower had another huge one out to left field, too. It was, I don't know, it was kind of crazy to watch. But you end up with that top part of the lineup producing, and although it was, was kind of in spurts, the Bears end up with a ton of extra base hits, and the pitching staff wasn't too bad either. Yeah, I mean, I think going into that Utah series, we all kind of expected the Bears to sweep the Utes. And, um, I mean, they did. There was None of those games were particularly close. Very comfortable leads the, pretty much the entire time. There was a, that six-inning stretch in that Saturday game that was close. But you're right, Kelly. It was, yeah, pretty much by the end of things, it was, a, it was a nice cushion. Yeah, and I think, again, the expectations for California are that they would beat a bottom of the of the rankings a bottom team. of the pack bottom of the bottom of the pack 12 yeah um team in utah especially going into um playing this number number 2 ranked stanford and then also top 25 ranked arizona state yeah so i don't know i i do want to talk about the pitching from last week in a little bit too because there's kind of an issue developing with this pitching staff, and that is that you remember last week against Oregon, Sam Stottenborough got sick for the Friday game, so he ended up pitching Monday against BYU, right? So he's on short rest, couldn't pitch on that Friday game in Utah, right? Ended up pitching the Sunday game in Utah, which worked out fine for California. But the upshot is that Cal really doesn't have a, a good, solid plan for Fridays. Like, they... Th- Cal had to use five pitchers in that Friday game. They did not allow an earned run. But Mike New had to go from pitcher to pitcher to pitcher. Armand Sabor, who started that one, only went three and two-thirds. No one else went more than one and two-thirds on Friday. And the Bears have no one they can really turn to on Friday because Stottenborough has to be pitching the Sundays from here on out because of that rest issue. So I don't know. Grant Holman has been, you know, rehabbing, rehabbing on and off. He didn't pitch last weekend. I, I don't know if they could think about going to him on Friday. Maybe that's why he didn't pitch on Sunday so that he, he can go this coming weekend uh, in, in one of the in either Friday or Saturday, an early game. But 
You know, we always talk about Saturday being the most important game of the series. You either go up 2 nothing or you even the series, right? But if the Bears can't get a win in any of their last three Friday games, I don't know how they're going to come out with, first of all, I think most importantly, a series win against Arizona State. I mean, I completely agree that we would need a series win against Arizona State, especially given their standings in the RPI. If we want to jump ahead, it's going to be far more important to beat Arizona State than it is to be Washington and far more likely than beating Stanford. But um, I said we beat all of them. <laughs> Why not? Cal baseball. I right. got it. The casuals fan has spoken. Hey, you know what, Sam? I'm going to have to correct you because before you said that we beat Utah 12-6 on Sunday, we beat them 13-6. Oh, wow. So I recommend you start watching these games, <laughs> keeping up on the scores here. You're under. You're <laughs> underselling our team. You're you know underselling I... our team. We were up. Th- we won 13-6. You know that I was in Utah on a Sunday with all of the Mormons, well, Jameson. I was in the library studying our schedule, Cal Baseball, 13-6 on Sunday. You heard it here first. Come to me for all the authentic, he- oh true Cal Baseball news. I'm gonna t- back is, back gonna, to you guys. I'm, I'm turning off your mic, Jameson. This is not, we'll wait till we get to basketball to, to loop you in. He is the news director. You might want to listen to him. Oh, wow. Yeah, actually sitting in my studio right now. Fake news. And anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll say goodbye to Jameson for a little bit for Cal, Cal baseball. Well, I mean, with with the pitching issue, you can you can start to shift the Friday Sunday starters, seemingly. Okay. All right. Well, it's a it's a it's a problem to be to be determined. We'll talk to Mike New ahead of today's uh, or this weekend's Friday game versus Stanford, and we'll hope to get some of those questions answered. This coming Friday, and I think it's time we get to talking about Stanford, Kelly. One more thing about Cal pitching in the Utah series. A little bit of an end of an era, a brief era, but for um, for Jared Horn with the ending of the eight-inning-plus streak that was like oh, four, yeah. reached yeah, four games. Back to back to back to back, eight-inning stretches for Jared Horn. That stretch comes to an end. Uh, but another uh, another fun stat comes up from that weekend on the, on the pitching side. Sam, Sam Stonborough is the fastest Cal pitcher to seven wins in at least three years. I don't know if the stat's going back further than that for, for game by game, but Sam Stonborough is a freshman with seven wins on this team, so how about that? But you're right, Jared Horn goes uh, you know less than eight innings. He doesn't throw as many pitches as, as he had been, but it had to end sooner or later. He was also going for his fifth consecutive win, which would have tied Dalton Jeffries and Matt Ledretch. Uh So he's he's getting up there as, as far as his junior season. and It's good for him that he's able to put together such a good season after the appendectomy. So as far as Cal pitching goes, a lot of unanswered questions as far as the starters go uh, coming into this weekend with number two Stanford. Stanford ranked number two in the country. I'm not sure that they deserve that ranking. In the RPI, they're always down towards the 20s. We always talk well, about the RPI. I mean, it matters for the postseason selection, though. Yeah, but it's just one of, one of many factors. And you, you, I just, I don't know. I kind of want to pump the brakes on RPI for a second. And just looking at the Stanford team, aside from just the literal, the RPI is what twenty-two. Aside from the, aside from that, right? I don't know if this team deserves to be ranked number two in the country. They are playing in a tough conference, but you know, if I guess if you're gonna rank UCLA first, maybe you have to rank Stanford second at least until they play the week after this one, right? That that's gonna be a fantastic series too. The weekend after this one is gonna determine a lot of stuff for the postseason nationally, but. I don't know, Andrew Doshbach, you got all those, uh, I don't know, I just, I feel like they were better last year, and Cal took one out of three from them at their place, so 
I don't know if Kelly, you have a you have a take on that, but Stanford has Stanford has not been. Okay, I guess better look at this is let's look at the top few Pac-12 teams. If we look at the Pac-12 standings, you got UCLA on top. They're what seven losses overall, right? You got Oregon State and you got Stanford. So Stanford is currently atop the standings with UCLA's loss to ASU, and so Stanford is seventeen and four on the season. Oregon State also only has four losses. Their losses are probably a little bit worse, including the couple to Oklahoma State, which were in non-conference, but they're now a fourteen-loss team on the season. Right, still, you know, however many games, sixteen games over five hundred, seventeen games, but still, then you got UCLA. They're sixteen and five, so they're a game back of Stanford and Oregon State. But I don't know, UCLA still ranked number one, and Stanford ranked number two, and I still, it still looks to me like that UCLA team was better than Stanford has been this year, at least when Cal played them. I agree. The strength, of, the strength of schedule for UCLA too has been really tough, and they've shown up every single series, just unrelenting. They took. Um... I thought that they had already taken two of three from Stanford so far this season. Maybe that was Oregon State. But, um, yeah, I mean, UCLA has just been in- incredibly impressive in a way that I don't think any other team quite has been. Yeah, so in any case, you got those three. And then somehow Cal is just four games back of Stanford in fourth place right now in the Pac-12 for the first time this season. So that's another positive out of last weekend. They take over that four spot from Arizona State, who are now four and a half games back of the Cardinal. Yeah, and Arizona State, I was looking at the the standings, and Arizona State is such a peculiar team with their standings. I think they were the only team in the Pac-12 to have a better conference record than non-conference record, which, I mean, in, in the strong Pac-12 doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and and you're right, Kelly. Uh, I, I was thinking of Oregon State. Yeah, the uh, Stanford is gonna play Oregon State this next weekend. It's still gonna be a big series, but yeah, there was that UCLA Stanford series a couple weeks ago, and Stanford uh, dropped two out of three to UCLA after taking the first game. So, in any case, Stanford coming into Evans Diamond this coming weekend. All the action here on Calix. 90.7 FM and online at calix.berkeley.edu. As a reminder, you're tuned into Bear Talk here on this Wednesday in Berkeley. It's Cal baseball and then a little bit of basketball coming up, but the Stanford team coming in is, well, we'll just say that Cal doesn't match up well against them no matter how Stanford is ranked. California and Stanford have, going back five years now, each taken one game from the other in series at the road team's place. So every series has been won by the home team, but it's always been just a series win and not a sweep. So Cal going to look to continue that trend of, of not allowing Stanford to uh, to sweep California uh, this coming weekend. I mean, I think California's also had really good momentum for the past several several weeks. Really, the only um, the most recent kind of disappointing series I can remember is that USC series. I mean, ever since then, we've been beating the teams we should beat, and we've been playing well against the teams that seemingly we should be losing to. And so I think um, certainly we can take a game from Stanford, but I I mean, to be honest, I think we can take a couple, and then I think we can take a couple from Arizona State and hopefully play well against Washington, too. Yeah, let's look big picture on this. Cal was picked eighth, as an eighth-place finisher in the coaches' poll preseason, and they've somehow kind of emerged as a Cinderella team. They're in fourth place right now. They're ahead of Arizona State, who started out the season with you know, a 25-game win streak. And all the, all the teams ahead of us are, are nationally ranked. 
Yeah, so Arizona State behind us as well is right there. They've well, they've they've dropped. Arizona State has started tanking basically. They've they're all they're fourteen and ten in conference. If Arizona State keeps tanking this week, and Arizona State plays a Nebraska team, that's a pretty good matchup uh, for Arizona State, I think. But if they keep tanking, Cal, I think is not only has a really good case for the postseason, but has a good case for you know good seating as the fourth ranked team in the Pac twelve. But in any case, big picture, you look at Stanford, Oregon State, UCLA, then there's California. Right. And, uh, you know, bottom of the pack 12, you're looking at USC, Washington, Arizona, just below Cal. Right. And those are three teams that I just said that all of them, you want to thought preseason were probably finishing above the Bears. And I think it just speaks, you know, to the kind of crazy amount of freshman contribution they've gotten from their pitching staff. That's exactly what I was going to say. Guys like Sam Stoutenberg that you were mentioning, like seven wins. The, these freshmen came in and made an impact in a way that I don't think anybody ever expected them to, but they've done it and they've continued to like carry the team in that way. And I think that's certainly what has contributed to California's surprising success. Well, as we talk about big picture, Kelly, you mentioned the series coming up. Cal only has three conference series left. They wrapped up their non-conference series with a win against USF yesterday. Uh, and so they they finish out with a pretty good non-conference record. And that's going to play well for the committee overall uh, California ends up with 15 wins and just seven losses in conference play. Um, I think it's a step up from last year. But in any case, they got Arizona State coming in after Stanford, and that's going to be a huge series like we've known for a while now. Arizona State coming in, it's the weekend, it's graduation weekend here at UC Berkeley. But in any case, uh, the final weekend after that will be a three-game series against Washington, who are just four games back of Cal in the standings. And, you know, that's one that they can't let slip away. But I think they put one away against Stanford here. They put two away against Arizona State, and the Bears are set for the postseason. I agree. I mean, those are the two wild cards for me. I don't think that anything that's going to happen in Seattle is going to be super unexpected. I think we're going to take two of three, maybe a sweep against the Huskies. But um, to me, I mean, we have to play Stanford well no matter what. But to me, Arizona State is so, so critical because uh, they're, they're coming up right behind us, but also because they have, they have the clout and they have the ranking to the point where if we beat them at home, that'll do good things for our, our RPI. And if we lose to them, then that's going to send us... Down. So, so here's the thing. Cal last year finished overall 32-22. and 22. If Cal were to win just one game in each, of these la- in each of these last three series, Stanford, Arizona State, and Washington, just one, which we expect them to win more than one, they would end up 31-21, and 21, which would match their record stati- statistically from last season. In conference play, they would end up at the exact same mark. They would end up at 16-14. and 14. And so that has to be the benchmark for this Cal team. One win in each of these three series. I think it's doable against Stanford. I don't think the Bears can do it on Friday, though. I would have said Friday if you'd come to me a couple weeks ago with this question. But Jared Horn on Saturday, I think he's poised for what will be a bounce-back start after a rough outing against Utah. And then on Sunday with Sam Stottenborough going presumably again on Sunday. That gives the Bears a really good chance to win against Stanford Sunday starter. Because, you know, David Esker likes to structure strongest middle weakest as far as starters Friday to Sunday go. And Mike New has been working around with putting his strongest starter, Jared Horn, on Saturday. So I would say Sunday's probably the best chance for for Cal versus Stanford. Then against Arizona State, maybe two games. Washington State almost definitely two games. That, that already gives this team that has no seniors and 10 freshmen on the pitching staff a shot at a record that is three full games better than where they were last year and a shot at a postseason berth. Exactly. With, with that record, even with the strength of the Pac-12 this season, which is just really impressive 
a postseason berth is definitely possible, and that's that's something to to celebrate. We always talk about the signature wins on the road against LSU, Oregon State, and UCLA, and those are the three that are going to be the most important for the Bears, along with the Arizona State series, I think, coming into next week. And if the Bears can pull one out of Stanford, that would be a, a big accomplishment, I think. We're not going to get swept by Stanford. <laughs> Oski will be there. He'll make sure. I hope so. Speaking of Oski and speaking of being there, you can be there this weekend only on Calix with Jesse O and our own Kelly Soria this coming weekend. So again, be sure to tune in for the Calix pregame show. We will have Cal head coach Mike New with us on the pregame show, and we'll talk to him about all things Cal baseball, including his pitching staff and what he's going to do there. Saturday and Sunday games here on Calix as well, and only on Calix, your only source for Cal baseball. As we move off of uh, off of baseball, we'll keep you updated. You can also, if you can't join us on the air or you'd like to be there in person, calbears.com or where you can find tickets. We hope you can come out in person, and if not, join us on the air because it's going to be really fun. I know, like you said, Kelly, Oski's going to be there, but I do want to get to a couple of other Cal sports. Cal rugby loses in the national final this past week. They lose to Life University in the national championship game in heartbreaking fashion after a great great semifinal match. In last year rugby kind of got blown out in the championship game, the national championship game. This year is a lot closer, but they they won that semifinal against St. Mary's with like 2 minutes left. They scored they scored the last try. They were down 3 and they ended up winning by 4. So not a bad showing for Cal rugby. They end up just shy of their 31st national championship, but they get to a, yet another semifinal. It has to be, I don't know, 50 by now for them or somewhere around there. But congrats to them, Cal. Uh, well, I think we talked about golf last week, but still a lot of stories at a, at a Cal golf. Cal golf alumni winning a, winning PGA Tour events and whatnot. But uh, as all Cal sports this year pretty much wrap up, the only other things to get to are rowing, where the women's eight crews won the Pac-12 title, and uh, and beach volleyball. Yeah, beach volleyball. That was uh, that was that was actually. Cal didn't do so well. Men's and women's tennis also did fantastic this past week. And Cal men's tennis just upset, what was it, Illinois? Or they, they, Yeah, they upset, I think, Illinois, who were, who were number 15. And then they, uh, and Pepperdine, they're, they're playing in the tournament as well. So um, men's and women's tennis doing well. Other Cal sports also doing well, as always doing well in non-football and men's basketball sports. Jameson, right? So as uh, I'm still <coughs> intrigued by these uh, this baseball team. I didn't even know there was a college playoffs. How many teams make the college okay. baseball 64? playoffs? Oh my, we're not, we're not doing. We'll do Wait, the, it's a bracket. So we're, we're going, going to, we're going to. That's impressive. That's uh, that's uh, that's me turning Jameson's mic off. If you uh, if you'd like to Google Jameson, this is this is why we do the research before uh, before we speak the words. Please, okay, basketball. Please, thank you. Okay, all right. I'm just upset because the Avs lost. I don't know about you, but uh. You can talk about basketball now, Amos. Should I? I kind of want to talk about Cal baseball more. I'm I'm seriously I'm seriously just gonna leave your mic out for the rest of the time. All right, let's talk about base basketball. Which series do you want to talk about? Uh, let's start with the Warriors. Last I checked, Warriors were up at halftime, fifty-seven forty-three. They should be. I mean, this series, they're. I feel like if they lose this game, I feel way less confident than I did with them down three-two last year when they were down three-two against the Rockets uh, last season. Obviously, they were losing in the series, but I could not have more confidence in that team to come back. This season, it really feels like they might not have a chance. Like, they have to win one in Houston, which they haven't been able to do yet, and win two against maybe the second-best team in the league in the Houston Rockets. So, I don't know. I'm rooting for a Warriors loss, and I think it might be probable. Yeah, What is wrong? Whoa! Are, are, Are you not, like, from the Bay Area? 
He's Canadian. Hey, you're not from the Bay Area. Yeah, but you know, I get so you're from Canada and you just want to watch everything burn. Is that it? <laughs> Except for Cal baseball, number one fan right here. You know, only 64 teams make the playoffs, and we might be one of them. Go Cal baseball. Let's go Bears. But let's keep talking about basketball. You know what I want to talk about? The Celtics. No, the, we're not talking to talk about the Celtics, Jameson. What do you mean? Yeah, they had a. Oh, you want to talk about the Warriors? Yes, they had a disappointing season. This is right. This is what. Yes, the Celtics. Yeah, I was gonna say the future's bright. You know, Kyrie Irving, get him out of there. We got. Yeah, you want to talk Cal Sports? Yeah, Jalen Brown. You see that? He's dunk? really developing into a great player, isn't he? Yeah. You see that? You see that dunk? Yeah. It was a good dunk. Yeah. Wow. Right there. Go, go Jalen Brown. Boo yeah. Celtics. Yeah. In any case, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk Warriors. Let's talk. Uh, I know we we talked a little bit of Sharks. But uh, uh, I don't know. You see, I know you're rooting for a Warriors loss, but is your rational mind going to take over at any point? No, I don't think so. I actually think they have a real problem. You know, Sean Livingston is not playing well. Looney is like their seventh guy right now. That's who's going to win a championship for you. And you know what the worst part is? DeMarcus Cousins, you could blame it on that. Like, he's not in. Boogie's not in. That's difficult to work through. But I don't even know how good he would be in the playoffs in the first place. I mean, sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. It really feels like their depth might hurt him, hurt them this this year. I don't know. It's like the Rockets 7 versus the Warriors 7. I'm taking the Rockets. Eric Gordon's playing like he's one of the best players in the league. Every time he shoots the ball, I'm sure it's going to go in. P.J. Tucker, when they go with that small lineup and he's pretty much playing center, that's a great team too. Warriors, just saying, I think they're done. Well, you heard it. You hear it here. For you, just gonna say you agree, Kelly. I was, I was trying to jump in there, but you two are very you're, you're impassioned. A, you're wearing two it. certainties in life: the Warriors gonna have a tough time getting in the finals, and Cal baseball might make the playoffs. Baby, let's go. Go Bears. Go Bears. Score we, update: the Warriors Rockets are we're not giving at seventy-two, score, seventy-two we, right now. Oh my! You know how bad that age is. <laughs> oh my God. All right, well, uh, skeleton crew here today. I'm a, Come I'm on, gonna, the I'm news crew is a fun. It's you, a fun time. You know that I'm gonna, you guys are going to give me an aneurysm, right? This All is, I know, this is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, Sam. That's how you do it. You know those numbers don't add up to 100, 50, right? 55% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. Bear talk. Let's Kelly, go. you wanted to jump in at some point. Please do so. You started this, by the way. No, it's my favorite. <laughs> I wanted to keep going. You want to talk more about the Warriors? No. Katie's gone. I'm, you need Katie, to stop. You, need you to... know, you know okay. what? This city... Let's talk about the Warriors. This city has given no love to Katie. All right. Well, be that as it may, Jameson, we're not going to spend the whole time talking about the Warriors, all right? This is, please. Please. <laughs> you want to talk about hockey, Sam? I want to talk more about Cal Baseball, actually, if you're, if you're okay with <laughs> I think Jameson's so 64 down. teams make the playoffs. What kind of seed does it look like we're getting now? I'm not. I can't. I can't. No, I mean, what seed would we get? I think regionally, like a three. Yeah. Really? There's no. Oh, but I mean, they break it up into a lot of layers, so it's not like a three. It's a four. It's a four seed regional, so they're not. It's not. Yeah, we're three of four. I mean, I mean, region. I mean, that would be in a. I I I assume you're saying like eight to twelve in this in this in the overall regional, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I see that. uh, Sure. Yeah, sure. I see Cal as a three. I see Cal as maybe a two, depending on how many wins they get and how like that's true. and how terrible 
you know, ever the SEC is this year. They're not bad, but you know, the ACC not good this year, which is good for Cal because uh, you know Pac-12 only got four bids last year. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's your take on on the number of bids this season for the Pac-12? You know what, four or five? I, you know what I think? I think it's gonna be five, and I think it's, I hope it's five. I think it's way too long since it's since it's been five. I think that that the Pac-12 has needed more baseball bids for maybe not maybe not you know three okay so who's look, the wild card Arizona at, State or Oregon State in the Pac-12 or not Oregon State Arizona State or um what Oregon no it would be USC I think between those two I think if USC USC if you they're they're behind ASU right I mean in the Pac-12 like the I mean sure like the five seed is Arizona for sure Arizona State for sure and I think that they're in just by virtue of the winning streak. Uh, and you know that they have, you know. They, oh, that's true. That was very impressive. They'd love to see them, you know, hit a bunch of home runs. But, uh, you know, USC is sitting in sixth. I don't see them getting a bid at all. No, no way. Unless they like come back and sweep. They just know they played all their hard opponents already, and they did not do well. So no, I don't see USC getting up there. But yeah, I say five, maybe five bids for the Pac-12, depending on how 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 good or bad Cal and Arizona State are. Down the stretch, but you know it's shaping up to be an interesting, interesting playoff this year. But before we go, I want to bring it to Take or Leave It, and we've talked a lot about Cal baseball. And we know Jameson's feelings on the Warriors, so I think uh, two favorite things. I think college I'd... baseball, the Dubs. All right, Jameson, I gotta know. I gotta know right now on this date your pick for for the finals winner in NBA. Yeah, I'll tell you my finals winner in college baseball, Vanderbilt. They're not good this year. Team of destiny. They're not good this year. They are. They're ranked. In, they're ranked like three. They're not that good this year. I think Rockets. No way they, I, I got Rockets being the Bucks in seven in the finals. I think that that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is the Rockets and the Bucks. You're just going to discount the Nuggets? Oh, just 100%. like that. Wow. That's, I'm discounting them. I. There's no way. There's no way. Hey, go Nuggets. Well, listen, took, look, for Jokic to play 61 minutes and come back less than 48 hours later and have a triple-double? Jokic looks like that. a 40-year-old man that has had two hip surgeries. Looks, I run the court better than Jokic. You, he looks that like, guy is not someone who could lead a team to a finals. He looks like, Jamal Murray plays once. He plays good every like third game, and Jokic benches like 25s. Listen, Jokic looks like Vladdy. He's the Vladdy Jr. of basketball. You know how how much Vladdy Jr. weighs? Hey, we're not going to body shame here. Two hundred and seventy pounds. We're not body shaming. Jameson. That's like two of me. You weigh like three hundred. <laughs> All right. Well, Wait, what's your pick in the Sharks Blues series? Uh, you want to talk about teams I'm, of I'll destiny? Say, I'll say Sharks. Uh, I'll say Sharks. Yeah, that's a bad pick. <laughs> I'll say Sharks. All right. Well. uh... Let's have one taker to leave it, and uh, I guess we got to make the taker to leave it baseball related. And I want the taker to leave it to be not that not just that Cal takes one out of three from Stanford, but, but that Cal takes two out of three from the Cardinal coming to town this weekend. Kelly, I'm gonna take it. Go two out Bears. of three. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, last time, last time I did take it or leave it, everyone laughed at me, and we did take one from we did take one from UCLA, and we took two from uh, U of A. And everyone laughed at me for saying three wins. So, um, based on my track record and my hope that we actually do take two of three, I'm going to say two of three. Well, also, I guess you have a bat the, the the bracket track record too when you pick Virginia. I do. I um I'm <laughs> I came in second in the in the pool. So yeah, aim first, you last. Go Wahoos! No, I won money. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm going to leave two out of three games because I know we're winning all three, baby. Oh, you guys yes. that too. You're under. You're underdogging us. You're undershooting how good this team is. 
All right. Well, I'm gonna, gonna sweep the cardinals. Ten freshmen on the pitching lineup. All right. Well, I'm gonna leave it uh, just because I'm not insane like both of you guys, and that's just gonna just about do it for us. Mark Amatic is next here on Calix. Stay tuned to ninety point seven FM. It's been great having you with us here on Bear Talk. You can catch us every Wednesday night, Wednesday night rather at nine p.m. Pacific time. Or online at anchor.fm slash bear talk for all the latest interviews and full episodes and so on and so forth. Our baseball series, our next time on air, will be this coming Friday, Friday the 9th or the 10th, excuse me. Friday the 10th? I'm not, I'm in a li- weird limbo state right now. Friday the 10th? You're not, okay, Friday the 10th. Yes, t- it's Friday the 10th. Uh, Friday the 10th. Friday the 10th. Friday the 10th. Head coach Mike New joins us on the pregame show. Then Cal versus Stanford, the big series. We'll have all three games for you here tonight, or rather this weekend. Excuse me, as we say goodbye again, Mark Amatic is next. For Jamison Weiss and Kelly Soria, big thank you for tuning in to All Things Cal Sports. Until this Friday, go Bears. Cal versus Stanford coming up. But first, it's Mark Amatic here on Calix. This has been 90.7 FM KALX Berkeley, your Cal Sports Radio Network. Trailing by one. Game seven, winner go home. Brett comes set. Looks to third. The pitch. A base hit into right field. Coming in the door is Booker. Brendan slips. He's going to it. He's safe. And California wins it. Nice I cannot believe it. Cal baseball. Unbelievable. Always exciting. Only on KALX Berkeley 90.7 FM. Your home for Cal Sports. What a season for California!